0: Independent. Expressive of a spirit of independence. Self-confident. Unconstrained. Good evening. Welcome to Independence Day. This is the show that examines the changing face of the music business and the people who are doing the changing. Independence Day brings you independent artists, producers, and music industry visionaries with in-depth interviews, live performances, and inside information without hype and direct from the artists who practice their craft. Tonight on Independence Day, we have Manhattan Murder Mystery. Riff's Snappy songs, raw vocals, and post-punk attitude are what the Los Angeles-based band Manhattan Murder Mystery bring to their powerful music. Somewhere between the bottle that singer and guitarist Matt Teardrop turns to for inspiration and the pathos of a hard scrabble life of heartbreak lies the emotional epicenter of the band. Tonight they've joined us straight from a video shoot for their song Owen Hart off their self-titled sophomore record, and we're very happy to have them. Welcome to Independence Day, Manhattan Murder Mystery. Hello. Hi everybody. You got to be on the mic when you talk. That's how that's, that's, maybe you should, uh, I guess if you're going to do that, like the girl chorus thing, you got to make sure you crowd around the mic if we're going to talk. So you can stay back there or come up here, either way is fine with me. Uh, so you guys are Los Angeles based, and tell me a little bit about the history of the band. How long have you been around?
1: Uh, I guess we've been around about three or so years. And uh, I started it right when I moved here from Virginia. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I met Laura on Craigslist. And then we met Katya a little bit later.
0: Yeah. So that's that seems to be like a way that bands get their act together these days is by finding people on Craigslist. It's either word of mouth or it's people on Craigslist. And it's, did you have other people that you auditioned a lot before you wound up with? You said it was uh, you had first, or was it... It was Laura's... Laura first.
1: It was just drums and guitar for a while. And she's the only drummer I played with. I played... Uh, we tried out like a bass player who was like really weird. And like there's this crazy keyboard guy I met one time but besides that uh, we didn't really audition a lot of people yeah it kind of just all came together right away
0: yeah Craigslist is funny because I know I've, I've certainly gone through the gamut like sometimes you hit the you hit pay dirt you find the right people right away and other times you know you go through like a cattle call it seems like you're bringing hundreds of people into the door and you never do find the right, right person so it's it's just kind of hit or miss like anything else but it does facilitate the process I found it's also good for finding furniture Yes. You know, if you need <laughs> like a, a cheap dresser. I don't Casual encounters. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know, but so I have read it's a good place for casual encounters. So and you guys you, you there are three and a half of you I'm sorry, there's like four and three and a half of you in the band, actually, because there's the picture you sent me earlier today, there's four people, but there's three of you yeah. here tonight. What's the story the, with this errant fourth member?
1: That was our friend Don who plays Bongos, but he lives in New York. Okay. And it's I guess it's mostly the three of us, but we have a lot of various other people who play with us sometimes. Okay. Like there's a guy who plays guitar sometimes, and there's a guy who plays trumpet, and.
0: Uh, it's like a collective.
1: Uh, I guess sort of. I mean, it's it's if mostly. You
2: show up,
3: you can play. Yeah.
1: Yeah, of, yeah. If you know how to play the songs, I guess. <laughs>
0: so if I show up, I can play too. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I I play a I play a wicked bottle of IPA. So I'll come to the next show and I'll play a bottle of IPA how about that is that there cool all right so um it, you know there's so many different like bands like it's it's like they all have the same story but they all have a different story you know like what what would you say you know if if there were to be like the e movie of your band you know what would what would the like 30 second story be of um Manhattan murder mystery to date i mean you know with like the the mansion and the drugs and the dancing girls and the the strippers like what like what's, what's the story of your band?
4: Well, that sums it up. Yeah, <laughs> You got it. That sums it up. Every, yeah. Everything you just said. Yeah. Yeah, right on the
0: head. But what, what about from you, though? What would you, what would you add to this story?
1: Um, a lot of whiskey. Uh,
0: are you a bourbon man, or are you like a uh, like, straight-up American whiskey, Irish whiskey? I like whiskey?
1: Canadian whiskey from okay. like, Rite Aid. Okay. Because <laughs> it's the cheapest. Whatever
0: is cheapest? Yeah. So it's like the college program. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys go to college? Uh, No. Not yeah. really. No? Kind
4: of. <laughs> kind of. Yeah.
0: Straight yeah. to the music thing, huh? Yeah. I just decided to go pro right away. <laughs> <laughs> yes, cut out the middleman, right? <laughs> Yeah. So when you guys, you know, you guys have done shows around, like when you, when you go out and play shows, do you have a van that you tour in, or do you kind of <laughs> carpool it, or, you know, everybody's got different ways of doing this now. I knew some, you know, we'll get to the, the South by Southwest thing in a little bit, but I had a guy on the show a few weeks ago, he took his whole band on a tour in a Prius. What? And oh, they wow. all fit, like everything, drums, it's a three, three-piece, well, we like you guys. I just did that yeah. when we
3: went to San
4: Diego. We went to San Diego a
1: in a Honda Civic. Yeah. Okay. It was, so, it, was really, it was pretty uncomfortable.
4: Four people and all the equipment. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Who, so
0: who was the fourth person then? If uh...
1: Uh, it was just my friend.
4: Uh, yeah. Okay.
0: So you're wingman. Yeah. yeah. It's always good exactly. to have someone to open the beer and help carry gear, right? Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, let's hear a track from your first. This is from your second record, I guess. This is from. It's a self-titled record. Yeah, so. Sort of Manhattan. Manhattan Murder Mystery. And tell me a little bit about this record. You know, the, you said you have it. It's on an LP. You said it's on. You have it on vinyl.
1: Yeah. It's just out on vinyl and on like. You can download on iTunes and stuff. Okay. And um, I think it's pretty good, I guess.
0: Was it recorded here in town?
1: Uh, yeah, it was recorded in our friend's garage in like Los Feliz. Okay. And we recorded it in like three days.
0: Uh-huh. And uh, that was about it. Did you guys have someone acting as a producer? Did you kind of do it yourself? Or was this like a Pro Tools thing? How, how uh, did you guys do it?
1: This time we had like a guy who we like uh, recorded us. Okay. His name is Jonathan Gilbert, and he was very good. Yeah.
0: Was it a Pro Tools thing, or did he do it to tape? What's the... Yeah,
1: it was, like, on Pro Tools.
0: Okay. Cool.
1: That's the easiest way to do it, I guess.
0: So people can download it on iTunes, but if they want one of these vinyl records, where do they go?
1: You can get it at, like, most stores around. Like, they have it at Origami and Vacation and, like, Echo Park.
0: All the reputable indie stores?
1: Yeah. It's at a lot of different indie stores around the country.
0: Okay, well, let's hear a little bit of tra- let's hear a track from this from the Manhattan Murder Mysteries sophomore record. This is the track I always think about dying when we come back after this. We'll talk a little bit more about this record and uh, you know what you guys are up to here in Los Angeles. So let's rock this on Independence Day. You are listening to Independence Day. My name is Joe Armstrong. I am your host every Wednesday night here on Lancer Radio, broadcasting live from the compass of Pasadena City College in beautiful Pasadena, California. A little bit chilly the last few nights, but it's a little bit nicer today. It's one thing I love about living in Southern California. Those of you who are living far afield in places where it might have snowed since we were last on the air, uh, I'm sorry. And although... I think it's cool to have snow. I'm not sure if it's cool before Halloween because I'm thinking about pumpkins and not snowmen at that time of year. Tonight on our show, we have Manhattan Murder Mystery, hot off a video shoot. How was the yes. video shoot, guys?
1: Oh, it was great. Yeah. we, we uh, Our friends rented out, um, what was the guy's name? Uh, well, it was this guy named Rick who has a, runs a wrestling school in his backyard. And he had a ring back there. And he's friends with Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> and uh, he like he had some of his wrestling students come and like do some moves for the video and stuff. It was awesome. We got like our own private like matches. Yeah. All day.
0: Now, did they have like their Mexican wrestling masks, or was this like straight up like WWF kind of stuff? Uh,
1: it was like WWF kind of stuff, but he had some wrestling masks he let us wear. Oh, that's cool. And he had an awesome championship belt that we got to use for the video and stuff.
0: Very nice, because, you know, vi- visuals, obviously, for a video, are very, very important. And, like, having something that's unique, uh, you know, it really helps get the point across. Yes. Yeah. And what, so whose idea was it for this wrestling thing? Was it the band's idea? or
1: uh, It was our friend Johnny from Seasons who's, whose idea it was. And because we have a song called Owen Heart," and it's, like, named after the wrestler Owen Hart. Uh-huh. Who, like, he got, like, dropped off the top of arena and, like, died in the ring. Uh and so it kind of made sense, I guess, to have a bunch of wrestlers in it and get a ring and stuff.
0: (laughs) So are are you yourself a fan of wrestling? Is that how you, I mean, you you wrote the song.
1: Yeah, well, I I, I was a whole lot, like, a long time ago. I don't really follow it as much anymore. Yeah. I don't really like it as much now. Yeah. But I liked when, like, they had Hulk Hogan and stuff.
0: Yeah, it carries through. You know, you pull things from your past, and you write about it, right? Yeah. It's where you come up with good material. So tell me, so, uh, you know, this is pretty kind of underground video. Like, is it friends who are shooting it and editing it then? Yeah, or? It's
1: just all friends and all, like, no budget.
0: Yeah. And where, where will people see this once it's finished? Is it like a YouTube kind of thing? or
1: Yeah, I'm sure it'll be up on YouTube, and we're probably going to, like, have a premiere show or something in December. Okay.
0: Cool. And let's see here. You've got a couple different websites here that you can find out about these guys and girls, I should say. Uh, you're on the Facebooks, um, yes. and it's kind of a it's a kind of a shortened version of Manhattan Murder Mystery. Yes. I'm gonna have to just read the letters out because to try to say this doesn't make any <laughs> sense. It's like you took all the vowels out. Uh, Facebook.com/slash/mnhttnmrdrmystry. It's like the it's like a mouthful. It's like the license
1: plate version. Yeah, exactly. I, it was really hard to find a better combination.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's hard. You know, do you guys go through the thing where when you think of a band name? like you check and see like the internet's great cuz you see if a band has already used it first yeah before you pick the band name did you did you do that
1: uh not really i kind of <laughs> figured nobody else would have this name yeah. we we had a different name f- at first we like uh when i was driving out here there's this giant gas station called like little uh, little uh little america and i thought that would be a cool name for a band i don't really like it as much now i'm glad we didn't go with it but like yeah when we first started like practicing, this guy at the practice space like called us out on it, uh-huh. and like he was like, "There's already a band called Little America," and it was like, "This band from like the '80s." So it was like, "There's no way he ever heard of them." Right. I think he just like looked up our name, and like yeah, yeah, found them.
0: So, but what's the origin of the name?
1: Uh, it's named after a Woody Allen movie, yeah, called Manhattan Murder Mystery. Are
0: you also a Woody Allen fan? Yes. So wrestling and Woody Allen both. Yeah, that's quite a melting pot. <laughs> uh, Different, different you, <laughs> One would normally not associate those two things together at the same time.
1: Yeah, probably not, I
0: guess. It all works, though. So let's, let's introduce you guys. You know, I've been talking mostly to Matt here. He's the singer. Would you say you're the visionary of the Manhattan murder mystery? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Also, with, once more with feeling. And also on bass, we have Katia Arsa. Arsa. Pretty close? Yeah. Arsa. And where are you from, Katia?
3: Um, I was born in Mexico City.
0: Ah, because that's where you get a name like Katya Arsa.
3: Yeah, well, actually my name is Russian, but I oh, don't know where that came from.
0: Even better. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a Russian connection there. Trotsky <laughs> spent some time down in oh, Mexico, yeah, yeah. you know, got a pick to the head. That's true. Yeah, I hope none of your relatives have suffered this fate. What br- <laughs> What brought you up here?
3: Um, I I don't know. My family moved out here, and I moved out here when I was three, so I've been living in Los Angeles since then.
0: So you're, you're a naturalized Angelino. Yeah. Yeah, and you play the bass. Mm-hmm. And what, what drew you to bass? There's not, you know... You know, that's something that's happening more and more over time is that women are playing lots of different instruments in bands. At one point, like when I was a kid and there were no girls playing in bands, uh, like Heart was the only example and they weren't very good, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. So what, what what got you into the bass?
3: Um, I also played in another band and I started playing bass for them because they needed a bass player. Mm-hmm. But um, I think regardless, I would have probably pay, played like bass or yeah, it, it's just like what I understand. Uh-huh. it's a
0: support instrument it takes a unique personality to like be the glue that holds the rest of the band together
3: yeah exactly you know
0: (laughs) and uh and you've got great hair i I have to say so you know normally the bass player gets no glory and no attention but you you must not suffer that fate when you guys play live
3: um i don't know um yeah probably not i
0: would bet you have legions (laughs) of young men fighting over to stand in front of your mic stand uh, but bass is, I, I, I dig the bass. I think it's, a, it's, it's, like I said, it's the glue that holds everything together.
3: Yeah, I really, I, I enjoy playing it.
0: Yeah. Did you start on a different instrument?
3: No, no, no. I've all, uh, that's all I play. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very nice. And on drums, we have over here also another girl, correct? Hello? Yes. 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 Laura Veliz. Velas? Velas. Velas. That's, that's fine. And it talk, you, if you talk, make sure you, sorry, no, get, get right on that thing. How's that? That's, is that better? That's much, much better. Thank you very much. And you are a drummer, which creates this is a very interesting dynamic in this band. We have I don't think I've ever seen a band that was a three piece that had one guy and two girls.
4: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you have anything to say about that?
1: Yeah. Just us. <laughs> just how it happened, right?
0: Yeah. And what and and what drew you to the drums?
4: Um, I was actually playing bass in another band and uh I always want to play drums. It just something I've always wanted to do, so I figure, well, I might as well buy a drum set and join a band.
0: Yeah. How long have you been playing drums since you switched?
4: Uh, as long as I've known Matt. So uh, like three, four years, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's funny like how when like, like a lot of young people want to be in a band and it's like they, you just kind of fill in the, the instruments as you need them. You know, like if, you, if you've if you got like three friends and you all want to be in a band, it's kind of like you just kind of divvy up the responsibilities. You know, yeah. it's like maybe one somebody plays some instrument to start with, but then the other one's like, like, that's kind of how U2 was when they started. Like, they couldn't really play. I think only, um, was it the, I think it was the drummer who was the only guy. He, like, played around Ireland. He was already touring at a very young age. And then, like, they made Adam play bass. And I think the Edge was already tinkering on guitar. But then they just kind of grew together. Very organic.
2: Yeah, it's cool.
0: Yeah. So, all right. Well, it seems like this might be a good time to hear what you guys have, What you know, what you guys do musically. Okay. So what, tell me, tell me what you're gonna play here. What's this first track?
1: Uh, we're gonna play a song called Stadium Way.
0: Stadium Way? Yes. Awesome. Okay. Very nice. Is so this on the new record?
1: Uh, this is one we like just recorded it, and it's probably gonna be out by December, hopefully.
0: Okay. Are you work, just gonna do like a single thing instead of like an EP uh, or? A, we're
1: doing. We're gonna do like an EP. I okay. think it's gonna come out on cassette.
0: Ah uh, yes, retro. I'm waiting for eight tracks. One of these days, man, someone's <laughs> gonna do eight tracks. That's the most esoteric format known to man. Maybe like a wax disc. All right. Well, lay it on us, man. This is Manhattan Murder Mystery on Independence Day. Rock it. Manhattan, murder, mystery, together at last on Independence Day. This is Wednesday night. My name is Joe Armstrong. You are listening to Lancer Radio. Maybe you're listening on the interwebs, the worldwide interwebs. That would be lancerradio.org. We have friends all over the world, our legions of fans, our legion. So, we have a three-piece, and we have one boy, we have two girls. A very unique situation we've got going on in our studios here tonight. And you've got a harmonica. What made you decide, like, if I were to hear that song, I wouldn't say to myself, self... I think that song desperately needs a harmonica. What made you decide to put harmonica on that track?
1: Uh, well, I didn't. I don't really know how to play harmonica or anything. I just like kind of started, decided I wanted to try to play it, and so I bought a pack of them, and now I just pretty much play harmonica on everything, just about. Yeah, it's part of the signature sound. Yeah, I guess it is now. We never had it on any other songs before. And now it's on like three or four.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, that's just it. You know, that's one fun thing about music. You can find a lot of really great inspiration by playing instruments you don't know how to play. Yes. You know, I've got a whole closet of instruments at home, and I i think I, I hack my way through, you know, half of them. But I like it, because it's like those happy mistakes happen yes. when you don't really know what you're doing. You know, it's like... That's
2: it
1: pretty much a whole band. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. I've always felt that, like, instruments... <laughs> Like, I don't know, do you get inspired when you play, I mean, not a different instrument, like switching instruments, but I mean, like, if you play a different bass, does does it make you play differently? Um,
3: I I guess it has, like, a different sound, but for me, if I play different instruments, I think it has a, a, I think that has more than anything.
0: Yeah, it really inspires me to, like, just, I like to borrow my friends' guitars. Like, if I'm going to go do a lot of writing, I borrow their instruments, because I feel like, like, songs are like ghosts, they kind of live in the instrument, and it's up to you to kind of bring them out. You know, you have to coax them out of the ether. Like, how about you? Do you find that, Matt? Is that, is that, a, uh, is that a thing for you?
1: Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> 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 I like, it depends, like, I just got, like, a, uh, like, a nylon string guitar, like, just like, a year ago or something, and I started playing a lot more different songs. Yeah. And, like more acoustic stuff, and I wasn't really doing that very much before.
0: Do you think you might ever bring the acoustic guitar into this situation, or is it too, uh, is it too tender for what you guys do?
1: Uh, Well, maybe. We'll s- uh, what do you guys think?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe it's the first yeah. they've heard of it.
3: Yeah.
0: You could always plug it in. That's true. Put a pickup yeah. in it. That would be a different sound. Yes. So speak to me. As we're setting up, I notice <laughs> this. you've got this little 1x12 Fender combo amp here, and I don't think I've ever seen anyone who has an amp that essentially all the knobs have broken off.
1: Uh, yeah, well, it gets like kind of crazy at our shows and stuff sometimes. And people like knock it over and stuff. And then also sometimes I have to like leave it in cars for a long time, like other people's cars, because so, like, I don't have a car to put it in.
0: And the and neighborhood like, could steal your knobs like they steal your little tire, uh, <laughs> <I think laughs> tire air pressure caps. They just get knocked off. This one time
1: I had to get it fixed, and this guy replaced all of them and they all just fell off again. Yeah.
0: So, I, obviously, that would lead you to believe that you're not terribly concerned with where those knobs are set. Is that the case?
1: Uh, yeah, not really. I just kind of play it by ear.
0: Yeah. And also, I'm, I'm guessing there's no real volume control either. It just kind of is what it is.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I can abide by that ethos, man. I always said the greatest <laughs> amplifier of all time would have one knob. Yeah. Would be on and then just louder or quieter. <laughs> It'd be one big giant knob, about four inches across, right mm. on top.
1: Maybe a little bit of reverb.
0: Yeah. A small one. So your, your 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 favorite amp would then have two knobs. Yeah. All right. Well let's hear some more music. Lay us lay us another track here. What's um tell us what this is gonna be. What's this about and what is this?
1: This is a song called uh, I've Got a Hole in My Head. And it's not really about anything, it's just uh uh about somebody having a hole in their head I guess sort of
0: a semi metaphorical account of yeah. a hole in a head and what that might mean.
1: Yes, this one's going to we just recorded this one too.
0: And this is going to be on that EP as well? Yes. All right, very very nice. Manhattan Murder Mystery at Independence Day Rock and Roll Independence Day my name is Joe Armstrong good evening so that was some rock and roll there man turn it up okay I like the uh I like the fast and slow that's cool you guys ever listen to the Minutemen yes yeah Yeah. is that kind of inspiration for you guys that kind of stuff yeah I like the Minutemen a lot yeah so what would you say you know like when you when you tell people like you know you're at uh I don't know you're at the donut shop and someone goes oh yeah you've got a band that's awesome what do you what do you sound like like what? What? What would you say? You know, and I would want like each of you to answer this—not just you, because you know you've got your idea as the writer—but I kind of want to hear what everybody has to say.
4: <laughs> oh. okay. Um, I I just always generalize it, like oh indie alternative. If maybe uh, maybe I'm shooting high, but it's like oh maybe if you like the Pixies, yeah, you might like us. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah? and that's that's the that's Laura's take on this. How about you, Katya? What do you? Think? So, you know, you're at the donut shop or you're at Subway. Someone goes, Oh yeah, I love rock and roll or I love klezmer. I just uh, say,
3: I don't know, come to our show, you'll yeah? <laughs> you'll see for yourself.
0: Proofs it's in the pudding, right? A, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: It's hard to say. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's always indescribable. It's like it's like when you're I always I can play a trillion songs until I'm like sitting around a campfire and everyone goes, Hey, play some music.
3: Yeah, exactly. And it's like exactly. I know like
0: twenty thousand songs, but all of a sudden, it's I, I've got a big uh, big cotton ball on top of my shoulders and I can't think of what to play.
3: Like, that's exactly what it is, you know. So. Yeah.
0: How about you? What what you, What would you say? You know, you you write these tunes, you put them together.
1: Uh, I used to say we sounded kind of like Morrissey or something. Now I think I tell people we're a country band. <laughs>
0: yeah. Throw them off. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I, I kind of think we are. If I like knew how to play country music, maybe I would. Yeah. I don't
0: know. The night is young. Yeah. You could, you could, you know, you could pull out some rawhide for us. Okay. (laughs) A, good country key. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, but what, um, so that's what you think you sound like, but then like who, and again, I want everybody to answer this question too. Who inspired you to get into music? Like, what was the... Was it someone in your family? Was it an older brother or sister? Was it, like, something you heard on the radio? Was there, like, one person or moment or band that kind of codified it for you that made me think, made you think to yourself, I want to do that? Katya, first.
3: Um, music has always been, like, I don't know, like, for as far as I could remember, it's been, like, really extremely, like, influential in my life. And I didn't start playing music till I was 25. So, um it was never something that I thought I was going to do or like something that I don't know. I just didn't think I was capable of doing it. You know, I just, I don't know. But then like I started playing with my friends and it's like something that I'll never stop doing, but it was just because I knew how much it affected me just like always Mm -hmm. like growing up. Like, yeah, it's like,
0: but like, what what band though? Like, was Bands? it was like the Beatles? Was it you know? Oh, it would have been it?
3: like um, it would have been like Sonic Youth and the Pixies. Like Kim Gordon and Kim Deal or like, which is, like influences of mine.
0: Okay. So. Very nice. And how about you, Laura? Like, what made you get into this? Was it a, like, person, um, a time, well, uh, a been, sock hop? Like, what was it?
4: I've been doing it for like as long as I can remember. I was like probably five years old, and I watched La Bamba. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I was like mesmerized and then then it was it was always, you know, always listening to music, trying to play music, uh-huh. you know, mimic my favorite artists. So Yeah.
0: Was it always drums back then too? Um like, Did I, you did you drive your parents bananas by like taking pots and pans and and pencils and
4: Yeah, as a child I did. As a child <laughs> I did. And I kind of fell into bass playing kind of by default cuz my parents didn't want a big loud drum set in the house.
0: I can't imagine why. Yeah,
4: I have no idea. So but then, as I, I got older, I started listening, you know, to other drummers and just wanting to do that. Yeah. just play drums. So
0: playing drums is a blast. I love, yeah. I love. I have a drum set. I can barely play, but boy, do I love to play. I had some friends of mine convinced a, a while ago, a few years ago. I, I they they had this like Neil Young Harvest kind of band, like with really really simple drum parts, and it was perfect. I talked them into letting me play drums for them for a while. I think they let me play with them for about two months, and then they fired me, and I didn't. And I haven't I haven't got to play drums since then. I'm not. I love it, I'm not sure that I'm very good. Anyway, how about you, Matt? What made you get into this?
1: Uh, well, When I was in, like, 10th grade, I made friends with this kid named Ryan Ferguson, and, like, he was, like, on to punk music and stuff, and he had a band, and, like, he knew all the Blink-182 songs and Green Day songs, and, like, he got, like, all these, like younger girls like freshmen and stuff. Uh-huh. And I like I wanted to get a piece of that action, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it didn't it didn't And now look um, at you, Nate. Yeah. You've got a whole band full of women. Yeah. It didn't really work out then, but like
0: I, I just kept doing it, I guess. Yeah. It seems like it's working out. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How about some more music? Okay. All right. What's what's next here? Tell me what uh, what this next song's all about. Uh more harmonica, I see.
1: Yeah. This next song is called Sancho and it's like about this girl I used to hang out with who like started doing all this speed and stuff and that's about it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's see what that sounds like through your uh through your prism what this girl's uh situation with the speed sounds like. Yeah. All right. Manhattan murder mystery here on independence day. Excellent. That's cool. I like it when bands play in triple meter, like so many bands, especially if they're loud and aggressive bands, like they play, everything's in four. Cause like, you know, almost all, all like rapidy hippity hop music is all in four as well. So I love triple meter. So kudos to you, man. I always make sure every time I release an album, every time I produce an album for another artist, I always make sure there's a song in triple meter on there, at least one. That's a great idea. Because you know, you get, you get tired of all that duple meter. We yeah. need to we need to waltz every now and again, don't you think? Yeah. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about like like the writing process. Like you know, you are you the you're the main writer, Matt, in this organization. Uh, yeah, pretty much, I guess. Yeah. So, but do you like how finished are your songs when you bring them to the band? Is this something that you you have it pretty well fleshed out, or and then like you or or do you come to them and say, hey, I've got this idea, let's jam on this? Like, what do you do? Uh, usually, it's like I kind of write. These songs,
1: and like, they're a lot more like sort of acoustic-ish. Uh-huh. And then like when we all get together and try to play it, it like becomes like that. Okay. Like loud and better, I guess.
0: So when you, but you, when you play it for them, do you play it, like do you bring it in on electric guitar and play it and then start working on it with them? Or do you play it for them on the acoustic guitar and then kind of take it and make it like uh, more powerful? I just powerful? bring it
1: on electric and like we kind of see what happens with it.
0: Okay. And how do you guys like? Do you just kind of come up with your own parts as you go, then, or does, does he have does he have guidance for you in terms of what what he thinks he's hearing in his head, or?
3: He's got ideas. He's got it pretty much all worked out in his head, you know. Uh huh. just conduits to. Yeah. I
0: don't know. Do you, do you that's feel? That's
3: my that's
4: my thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. Do you feel you guys feel like you have enough freedom to oh, yeah. to kind of yeah. add?
3: Yeah, you do stuff whatever you want. Yeah. To
0: express yourselves.
4: Yeah, I. That's usually how it works for me. Yeah. Figure it out as we go along. Yeah. yeah.
0: And where, so then, so the the writing's kind of an organic process then. Yes. Yeah. Are you, how prolific are you? Are you constantly writing? Are you always coming up with stuff? Or is it something Uh, you have to fight with? Because some artists really fight with it. Well,
1: I can write a lot of like really bad songs. And then like, usually like one out of every handful is like a keeper. Yeah. And then like from there one like out of every handful of those that we all played together uh-huh.
0: as a keeper. Do you ever take something that you've written and then like smash it and put it back together as something else? Because I found that, you know, some some bands, like they'll come up, like when they're going to do an album, they'll come up with, you know, 30 songs, 40 songs, and then they'll they'll get together and they'll, have, they'll come up with like eight or 10, but then they'll need a few more songs, so they'll take maybe like the chorus from this song and then the verse from that song and kind of force them together do you ever like break things Uh, apart or do you ever reuse stuff that you uh, kind of threw away yeah sometimes I'll
1: like there's a lot of times I've like gone back to like some throwaway songs and like that had like some okay lyrics in it yeah like recycled yeah I've I've done that before yeah yes
0: very very nice how about another song okay let's hear some more what you guys are up to here okay so what's this Mm, uh this song is called City Hall City Hall. Yeah. Is this a metaphor or is it really about City Hall?
1: Uh I guess it's kind of a metaphor. It just about how I can't get a job or anything. <laughs>
0: Curse the man. Down with the man. All right, rocket man. And women. You are listening to Independence Day. My name is Joe Armstrong. The band, tonight, Manhattan Murder Mystery, named for a Woody Allen film, but much louder and much more raucous, but good and heartfelt. I dig it, man. You guys have a... If I was an old person, I would say you have a groovy sound and the kids can dance to it. Maybe I am an older person. I don't know, man. Sounds good, though. Either way. Um And so... What I, next, I want to talk about. You know, you guys have you guys have done a couple, at least one EP. You've guys have done now two full length records, and you're talking about another EP coming up pretty soon here, uh, correct? We've done
1: one EP, one full length, okay. and uh, EP we're working on. And you're right working now. on the second EP, yes. okay?
0: So, but who? I mean, are you guys on a label? Are you guys like on an indie label? And if not, if not, who's who's financing these things? Because vinyl's not cheap these days. I mean, it's a couple grand to put out a vinyl record. Yeah. The the
1: full length that we put out on vinyl was on like a label and Okay. So we had somebody who like what was the label? This is Hello, my name is Records.
0: Hello, my name is Records.
1: Yes. And uh, it's just like one guy and he like paid for to get everything made and then like we have to pay him back.
0: Okay. So it's recoupable. Yes. On his part.
1: Uh, not really. <laughs> we're Not really making a whole lot of money. Do you, or guys, anything.
0: do you guys keep moving to keep away from having to pay <laughs> the guy back, or? or? We just we, I don't know. We do our best. Yeah. yeah.
1: We we do our best to fulfill our obligations.
0: Yeah. And how about the next? About the new record, the new EP.
1: Uh, the new one we're pretty much just doing all ourselves. Okay. Yeah. We got like a friend to record it for free, pretty much, and.
0: Give him There's some com- beer, I hope. Uh, we get- Actually, he's was on the cleanse. He yeah. was <laughs> <Okay. laughs> He's on like a master cleanse. So you so, so you got him some kale.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If he couldn't he couldn't drink any beers.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess he could he could have. You could keep it for him. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then when you're, when he's done with his his cleanse. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good idea. Yeah. I'm sure it would last. <laughs> yeah. Sitting around your house, <laughs> it's a safe place, right? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. I'm more of a whiskey drinker. The beer might be okay. Okay. Well, maybe it would be safe then. Maybe, maybe I should <laughs> hide, my, me yeah, hide my... beer. <laughs> yeah, hide my beer at your house. I'm more, of, I'm more of a Scotch man myself than a whiskey man. That's fine. It does. It's still whiskey. It all gets you to the same place. It's just a different car. Exactly. That's a good metaphor for that. <laughs> so, uh, another song. How about that? What's this? You guys seem to be... You seem to talk best through your music, I've, I've found. Good. Huh. So what uh, what what's what would you like to say next?
1: Uh, this next song is called "Women House" and it's about how I used to like live in this crazy group house and
0: Let me guess, there were women there. Yeah, some. Some.
1: Uh, it, like, I think it used to be just like only women.
0: They're everywhere, these women. But
1: yeah. Now it's all kinds of
0: people from all walks. Women and mm. men. Yeah. All right. So lay it on us. <coughs> You are listening to Independence Day. My name is Joe Armstrong. In the studio tonight, we have Manhattan Murder Mystery. They are a three-piece, and they rock. Rock, rock, rock. I'm not sure if it makes it all the way to R-A-W-K rock, but that's kind of a different thing that I don't really want to touch upon anyway. You guys rock in a very genuine way, and that's, that's kind of, I think, the best way to rock. You. you. know, I, I don't know if I agree with uh, Sammy Hagar. I think there is more than one way to rock. And you can also, you know, well, that's exactly, less, he, less. yeah, he, you, it's possible, you know, and in some cases it's advisable to drive less than 55 oh, miles an hour. How long was it? Have you guys ever had a speeding ticket? Um, no. No, for you? I've had a few. A few? Yeah. You're <laughs> the, are you, Laura, are you the lead foot in the organization?
4: I guess so. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, well, I, I owe Utah like 500 bucks <laughs> and I can't get my driver's license back until... Yeah. I pay that.
0: Is that for like one ticket in Utah or is that for yeah. like because you're, was, a, you're a public nuisance in Utah?
1: It was I was moving here and like I was kind of speeding through the like what are those white salts or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And like there was like nobody around and this cop pulled me over and like I was speeding and but and also like my insurance papers were like buried under stuff and like I couldn't find them and so he gave me a ticket for that. Then like, I never, I didn't, I figured I could just stay out of Utah and be fine. Yeah. It's so, like wouldn't be a problem ever. It's kind of an easy but, state to avoid. Yeah. But then like, it turns out that can affect your California stuff too.
0: Uh oh, reciprocity. Yeah. They'll find you. The long, <laughs> the long arm of Johnny Law will find you. <laughs> so now, you guys, is anybody in the band a full time musician? Uh, or do you guys love day have day gigs too? We
1: don't Technically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, like, the closest thing to, like, a profession I have right now. Yeah, yeah. Except I don't get paid for it or anything. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So what, you know, when you had a job, I mean, I was kind of curious, because a lot of musicians, I mean, there's a long period where it's, like, they're balancing music with trying to earn a living, doing something else that actually pays, maybe. And, like, what what was your last non-music job? Any You know, all of you, any one of you.
1: Uh, I worked at Food for Less for, like, a month. Yeah? And, like... I had to, they made me shave my beard and stuff, uh-huh. but I was like on unemployment, so I couldn't turn it down if they offered it. Yeah, and like I ended up getting fired on Thanksgiving for like having too much stubble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow! Yeah. Do they have like a little gauge that they use to w- like, to measure? Do yeah, they measure your stubble? I don't, I don't stubble really know
1: how they decided that. It seemed very subjective.
0: In Los Angeles, it seems strange that they would they would care. Yeah, I
1: think like I think just whoever runs it has like. Alopecia. What is that? Is, is that the thing where you can't grow hair anywhere? Where,
0: uh, where? alopecia? Oh, I, I, or is that something else? I truly don't like know.
1: He, he just can't grow any hair, so he doesn't want anyone with like.
0: He's jealous. Long hair. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Maybe he's got something against indie rockers. Like every indie rocker I know, has got a beard these days. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he just doesn't want indie rockers, more, except for the girls, of course. <laughs> How about you guys, ladies? What were your What were your last gigs that were non music related? Um, and this is Katya speaking first here.
3: I'm a bookkeeper.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. we like a law firm. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So you have like a, that's like a real job. Yeah, yeah. And you have to shave for that too, I bet.
3: I totally had to.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and look respectable.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, they were actually pretty cool with like me looking like what I look like now. I could go into work like this, you know. Yeah. So they were nice.
0: Yeah. It's not like you're in court or anything. <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. I'm just adding numbers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the numbers don't care. No, exactly. They're a very equal opportunity. And you, Laura. What what was your um, last gig? I uh
4: I'm currently employed.
0: Ah, uh, someone's <laughs> got to pay the bring home the bacon.
4: <laughs> yeah, I just uh it's an office job, it's a boring office job. Not much to talk about.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. I I I did a lot of those in my day <laughs> yeah. where you know I was thinking about other things. But those types of jobs lend themselves to thinking about other things because there's not a whole lot of thinking to do yeah. while you're there anyway so how about one last tune you got another tune to play us and then we're going to be out of time after okay, that so how I about think, rock it one more time yeah, I think we're going to do the song we just did a video for called all right Heart. About, the, about the wrestler yes all right rock and roll on Independence Day Manhattan, Murder, Mystery, and Independence Day. My name is Joe Armstrong. It was an honor having you guys here tonight. Oh, it was fantastic. You, you. Matt and Katya and Laura. And so I have to ask this one last question. What uh, You know This Friday, you know what this Friday is, right? No.
4: It's 11-11-11. It? Oh, oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what that makes it? What? It's Nigel Tufnell Day. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The guitar I player, <laughs> Nigel Tufnell, from everyone's favorite rock and roll band, Spinal Tap. Yeah. It's 11-11-11. So you guys going to do anything special for Nigel Tufnell Day? Mm, I'm sure we will. Maybe watch Final Tap? Oh, yeah.
1: Maybe. Have some
0: whiskey, maybe? Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's, definitely yeah, that's definitely in the mix. the
0: mix. Definitely in order. So you guys have got some shows coming up. The ones we want to plug the most, you're playing at the Satellite, which used yes. to be Spaceland there in Silver Lake. You've got the residency, it looks like.
1: Yes, so December every Monday in December at the Satellite.
0: We'll which be there. which is the twelfth, the nineteenth, and the twenty sixth? It looks like, and the fifth, and the fifth as well. Yeah. So I'm, somehow we missed that in our, our those damn interns <laughs> didn't get the, didn't get the fifth on there. So every Monday night they can come check you out. So I'm assuming it's a different band that's playing with you every week.
1: Yeah, we it's four bands every night, and uh, we picked almost all of them. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, sixteen bands. Yeah, it's just all yeah. friends. Yeah.
0: Very very nice. Well, I guess you know twelve bands and four times and with you guys. Yes. Right. Very very mm. nice. So come see this guys. It's the satellite and those shows. You know how much that cover is there? It's like eight uh, every, bucks. Maybe. Every night free. Oh, it's every free. Monday Even better. Free. Cheap, good, free, better. That's my motto when it comes to that yes. kind of Cheap, thing. Uh, what do they have for the they tall cans PBRs. now? PBRs. Yeah. The yeah. That's the, the, uh, like a really the standard issue indie good, rock beer. Yeah, they have a I good, good. I think it's like two or three bucks for the tall can. Tall yeah. boys at PBR. And so when this, and you're expecting, you think you'll have the CP out and mm-hmm. available by the time these shows are wrapped up at the end of the end of the year? Yes.
2: That's what we're hoping for. That's how we
3: recorded it.
0: And CDs this time or vinyl? Uh, tapes. Oh, that's right. You said that. I'm sorry, tapes. Yes. We were talking about eight tracks before. I think that's what you should do.
1: Yeah, that would
0: be nice. The most esoteric thing possible. <laughs> Make everybody go to this, the, the Salvation Army to get a stereo on which yeah. to play yeah. your new single. Yeah. Yes. So again, Manhattan Murder Mystery, I can't thank you guys enough for coming in. It was wonderful having you guys here, and we'll get that audio up on the web pretty soon for all your legion of fans to check out there. So thank you very much again. Okay,
1: thank, thank you, you for so having much. Us. Yeah. Thank you. It was you an honor. Thank you.
0: So next on Independence Day, the high-energy rock experience that is countless thousands. Thanks once again to Manhattan Murder Mystery, also to the Independence Day staff, Dale Tanksley and Wayne Tapinski, and to Valentina Rivera and engineer Victor Cornejo from Lancer Radio. For Independence Day, happy Nigel Tufnell Day. I'm Joe Armstrong. Please be good to one another.